for those who know me, I don't like protein shaker balls. I always lose the shaker part. Not to mention the protein shake always comes out lumpy. Having a bulky blender takes up too much room and has too many attachments. Therefore, it sits and takes lots of space in my cabinet. But the BlendJet 2 portable blender is easy and convenient to use. You can make quality smoothies like at a bar at home. BlendJet 2 is portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. BlendJet 2 is a whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. BlendJet 2 lasts for 15 plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Plus, best of all, BlendJet 2 cleans itself. Just blend a bit of water with some soap and you're good. BlendJet 2 comes in 30 different colors to choose from. My personal favorite is Walnut, which matches my home decor. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the portable BlendJet 2. Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use my code ITTechTalk12 to get 12% off your order as well as two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Hello and welcome to IT Tech Talk. I'm your host, Joel Ward. With me is Ron. Ron is the founder of NutNest, uh, founder and CEO of NutNest, I should say. Ron, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How about yourself? I am good. It's a little chilly out today, and I actually had a day off today from my full-time job uh, because I uh, needed a break, and uh, my kids are at home today with me, so that's been nice. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've been great. How are you? Uh, how are you doing today on this fine? I'm, I don't know where you're hailing from. Where are you hailing from? Let's start with that. Where are you hailing from today? I, I am in Emerald, Iowa, North Carolina. So we're over on the, the East Coast, uh, over by the ocean. Okay. A beautiful, sunshiny day. It is a little bit on the colder side of things, but okay. not uh, no snow or anything here. Hey, so. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> um, Ron, I... I I've gotten to talk, get to know you a little bit, and uh, from reading your bio and and talking to you before the show. But my read, my listeners, I said readers because I'm I'm also an author. My listeners do not know much about you. Would you care to tell them a little bit about you yourself and and what is uh, Nut Nest? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, once again, I'm Ron Newsbaum. I'm the co-founder and CEO of NutNest. I'm originally from Akron, Ohio. Uh, I went in the Marine Corps when I was, let's say, right around 22, 23 years old. I met my wife while I was in the Marine Corps, and that ended me up in Michigan. So okay. I actually had no plans on going back to Ohio, let alone farther north. Uh, I actually thought I would end up down south somewhere. Uh, but so be it. I ended up in Michigan. I spent 12 years in Michigan. That's how I got into residential construction. So I was looking for what is that transition out of the Marine Corps? What What's that next step? Uh, I ended up replying for to a foreman and training ad, mm-hmm. and that got me started in residential construction. And I have done pretty much everything from digging the hose to running the company when it comes okay. to residential construction. And that's where Nutness came from. I was running an operations department. We were growing and scaling, and I would find myself out at customers' houses, and they were aggravated. 
And that's not where I wanted to spend my weekends. That's not where I wanted to spend my nights. And better yet, that's not what I was being paid to do. I was being paid to help develop future leaders, put the systems in place, hire and grow Mm -hmm. the company, not to be dealing with escalated customers. So I was like, I, there's got to be a better way. I have to figure out one, why do we have them? And how, two, how do I uh, stop it from having, having them? Started doing research and I found out that 90%, just over 90% of my escalated customers, I could track back to a singular point of a communication breakdown where they didn't get the answer they were looking for or they didn't know who to reach out to Uh or the ball just got dropped and no one ever got back to them. And from there, I was like, man, there's really, there's got to be something. But there's got to be a way I can improve our communication. You know, I was like a lot of guys in the industry where you think your communication's great and you you got this great customer service, which I still think we did. But there's still stuff that just dropped through the through the hopper as it came in. And one night it hit me. I was laying in bed and. I jumped up. I'm a non-technical tech founder, so I got on PowerPoint and I put together. I call it haphazard at best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Presentation on what I thought it looked like to develop a, a customer communication platform that was an app, an app for homeowners, so home service providers and homeowners could effectively communicate to each other, which is what NutNest does. It's evolved a lot since that PowerPoint presentation to what it is now. But that was the start of my journey to get us to where uh, we are now, where we're the number one customer client communication platform, one of the only ones specifically designed for the construction industry. Uh, Like I said, I'm not from Silicon Valley. I'm not backed by $10 million. I am a United States Marine that was working in residential construction that saw a problem and decided to build a software solution for that. Uh, and about nine months ago, we made the decision we no longer wanted to be in Michigan. Uh, being that I'm fully remote with what I do now, uh, we sold everything and we moved down to North Carolina and we love it. So first off, thank you for your service. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. I'm glad you served your country. Um, second off, you answered my second question uh, was what is Nutnest and what made you get started? Um, so that kind of like answers that, but, you know, looking at it and, and, and one of the things I have, a, I'm curious about is, you know, have you seen a, a, a jump since you started this company? Have you seen people actually use your services and, and, and reply in, in a way that like makes you happy that you created such product? 100%. So, you know, it, it it's amazing to take something from, just an idea in your mind Mm -hmm. to actually something that's being utilized and not just utilized by yourself. Like originally I was set out to solve a problem for myself, but to see other people be able to solve that problem with what we've created to me is like, that's a, that's a huge win. And it's, it's shifted my perspective on what I want to do. So like my mission or my vision, where I want to take this is I want to help 5 million people in construction with communication. So Nutness is going to be a huge vehicle for that. But I do podcasts like this. I speak, I'll write articles and do interviews on Mm -hmm. how we can just be better communicators in construction. 
And like that mission to go out and do that, because this is the the biggest elephant in the room when it comes to the construction industry. It's a huge problem and nobody wants to talk about it. And I've just made the decision that I'm going to talk about it. And we created a solution that's going to allow people to be on the same page. So, you know, you said you weren't from Silicon Valley. You're not a tech wizard. How did you get this project off the ground? It, it, I mean, I'm looking at your uh, website and stuff and seeing the portal and stuff and just, just the pictures, of course. But, like, it looks really well done. How did you, a non-tech wizard with a PowerPoint, get this off the ground? I, I, I'm really curious. I'm sure my listeners are curious. How did you do this? So I spent a couple of years uh, out on what I can I call it the grind or it, the, the the not knowing, like yeah. the not not being in the tech ordered and trying to enter that, like where you're just, you're going out to developers, you're going to these summits, you're paying this money and trying to break into that industry. And you know what I got a lot of times was, Hey, great idea. Great. Like we definitely see the market fit, but you're probably not the guy. And I would be like, Oh, that's I am the guy. Yeah. The guy that, has the problem that wants to fix it. I got quoted a million and a half dollars to build this out, to start to build this out. Like that was what the guy told me. It was going to be a million and a half. And then we'll go from there. And oh I was my. like, well, what, like, how does that even work? Yeah. So not being a, a, a non-technical guy is I'm like, well, this is insane. So, but I never, I never gave up. I wanted to just continue on. Like you just keep taking actions. Eventually you'll get somebody's attention. Uh, so I eventually about 14 months ago had the opportunity. I met Jared Yellen from project 10 K and pitched him what I wanted to do. And okay. he loved it. He loved me. He loved the ID and we entered, we entered into a partnership and that was really the catalyst to get to where we are now. Cause mm. I finally, then I got around the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah understood what I wanted to do and the vision and we were able to grow this into what it is now. So it really took me taking a look at like what I was around, who I was around and who I was pitching it to. Yeah. It was just the wrong crowd. It was the wrong people. I mean, you can't go into a place where they're looking for one thing and you're not it and think you're going to get a different result. So once I realized like going the standard tech development, Silicon, like going that route, like they were never going to take Rod and Respond because I didn't fit into what they looked at as needed to happen. I needed to find people that understood who I was, what my solution was, and wasn't looking for your stereotypical tech founder. They were looking I had to find people that wanted to produce an actual solution to a problem somebody had, not something that somebody dreamed up and they had a ton of money and they wanted to develop. So I just had to pivot what my thinking was on that and then get around the right people. And that's how we ended up from PowerPoint to now. So when you first launched your app, um, how quick was it until you started seeing results like was it within like once you start pitching your idea people and like saying hey i got this app uh you need to try it out you need to test it out i mean did you did you have did you have soft did you have a soft launch or did you did you throw it to people to test or what how did you go about doing this what was the what was the process when you launched the app what was what was the beginning and and to where we are now 
Yeah, so we went live throughout the United States just before Christmas. So, okay. Uh, for times, I don't know when this will be released, but we're talking. We've been live throughout the entire night United States for about three weeks now. Okay. Uh, great reception, but beforehand, I did. I had a handful of people that I had that were just utilizing it, like mm. that I knew uh, to. Uh, work out all the bugs and make all of that happen. So during that, we built a wait list. Okay. Uh, for the last about six months, we've just been wait listing people as we got to the end goal of here we are. We're now live. Uh, I was just out in Arizona at MenaceCon on the stage talking okay. about nests there. We're having great reception. People are signing up. Uh, I, we have organic signups happening which is now blowing my mind like you yeah. know when it's not somebody that you've talked to it's just all of a sudden somebody goes on the website and they sign up mm-hmm. like to me that's amazing like to start having that happen and i've just been setting up demos and i just demo our software and for for most people it's a fit because we're a very knit like i'm if you're in the residential construction space we're a solution for you Okay. Uh, there's not really, you know, a lot of like earlier, I talked to a guy that was in the commercial construction space. I don't know how we got connected, but not necessarily a fit. So for him, it's that not something that he's looking to move forward with. But for the most part, if I get people on a call and we go over the software, it makes sense. Because I like to say that I, I'm from the industry and I built something for yeah. the industry. So uh I think you hear there's adaption problems all the time in the construction industry with technology. And I don't believe that to be true. I think that's just a bunch of BS. That in reality, what we have is a technology problem in the construction industry. We have a lot of technology that has been built that sounds great on paper, but is really hard to execute out in the field because the people building it have never been there. And don't understand how that works and how the construction industry is a different beast. What I see is an industry that wants technology, that's hungry for it, mm-hmm. but they want something that works and fits fits the needs in the field. So that's what we built. And I like to say if, if you can operate Facebook, you can operate Nutness. Like I I went back and forth with the development team. Like, we need to just scale this back. Like, this doesn't have to be all things. Yeah. Like, all we have to be is communication and do it really good, make it easy so people utilize it. And that's what matters. And that's what we built. So, you know, one of the things that I, I have, I'm seeing a pattern in people who are on my show is, and it's not all the people that are on my show, but a lot of the majority of guests on this show have seen a need in their industry or their personal life and something that they see that other people need, that they have gone out because the world won't create it for them, they create and solve the problem. So they go out and they create something and solve the problem for themselves and others. And it it, it it's fascinating because you, you see this, you see your product and I'm looking at it, I'm like, Wow, like you know, I had a lot. Of, I've worked with a lot of contractors. I actually myself was in in contracting in high school. Not not I wasn't a contractor, but I worked under my friends' dads and stuff because they a lot of my friends, um, their parents were in construction, and over the summers we would all work in like for them and stuff. But I I, I spent a lot of time in construction, building houses, 
um, putting up walls, like doing all this stuff, learning plumbing and, and electrical. You know, I, I learned a lot of stuff. And when I do my own stuff at home, like I built my deck, I've done all the drywall, I built this wall behind me. I, I've done all the electrical in the house. Like, you know, I've done all that stuff. And, you know, but, but working under these people, these contractors, you know, a lot of the things I've seen, I've built cabinets, I've built done kitchens, I've done all this stuff. And, you know, one of the things I've seen, you know, is communication is like when you're doing a project, communication is key between the client and, and the contractor and even even the workers themselves who are doing the project is communication is key. And so I think you've hit that niche that you you worked in the industry, you saw the problem, you you wanted to solve it. And you know, a lot of people on my show have have seen issues that they that they can't solve with another product. And and so they create their own product. Like just uh last week I had a uh, a guy come on my show and he was talking about development, a development project where they, 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 they saw a need in the development scene where they needed to create a development software that could develop other softwares to help other companies. And, and they did it. And honestly, you know, when I see companies like Nutnest and then like, uh, I, I'm like blanking on the names of the other companies I've, I've, I've worked with um, on the show, but like I've seen there's a growth happen. Like I've seen your company like is, is like, you built something that's going to help other people grow their businesses. And that's one of the things I like to see is like, you're not only helping yourself, but you're helping someone else grow their business and help their clients continually do business with their company. So I think what you're doing and what you've um, created helps other people grow and build their business. I think that's awesome. So I'm trying to get to a question. Um, <laughs> uh, so when, now that you've launched, you've been, you said three weeks, you've been doing this. Um, have you seen the, uh, the soft launch and the, um, the, the, what was it? Um, on blanking, you've had the, the, the sign up sheets to get all these people together. Have you seen like, like a response? Like, do you have like a, a way people can reach out and say, Hey, I've been using it last three weeks and it's been working. Like, have you seen the response has been good? Oh yeah, absolutely. So being that, like, I'm the guy I I, I'm, we're, we're at a very critical point of any business. So I'm the guy, like I'm at the forefront of this. I'm the one communicating with our Mm -hmm. customers, reaching out, uh, emailing, talking like that. I'm doing the onboarding. Like yeah. I'll, I'll do like it, it's set up so it you can onboard yourself and just immediately start using the software. Yeah. But I still reach out and say when somebody signs up, hey, that's if you want to set up an onboarding call, I'd be more than happy to walk you through all the different aspects of the software. A lot of it comes from doing demos. So mm-hmm. they've already seen what the software looks like. But I'm I'm the I'm the one in the trenches right now. I'm on the front lines. If you have a nut nest problem. You're going to talk to Ron. Yeah. And that's how I want it right now. Cause this is a very critical point. And I want to make sure we get this right as we roll out, because as we continue to grow, we'll continue to add stuff in there and change stuff around. And I want to make sure I have those relationships with our, our earliest customers to be able to continue to build the right thing and make sure it continues to solve that problem. Cause mm-hmm. one thing that happens is, I I moved out of the day-to-day of the construction industry. Yeah. So as things evolve and change in there, I need somebody to keep me up to date on that. 
I'm not, I'm no longer out there dealing with customers in that perspective. I've now moved into this tech founder uh, CEO mm-hmm. role on a different side of things where I'm now a supporting role to the construction industry. So I want to be there and hear the feedback and understand how we need to evolve as the construction industry evolves. Yeah. So let's go a little bit more in depth about what exactly NutNest app and portal is. I'm looking at it and it says designed from the ground up with simplicity in mind. It says like send instant notifications when the project's up to date. Like what exactly does NutNest portal do for the client and the contractor? Okay, so for the contractor, we're completely web-based. So they can access it from laptops, desktops, Mm -hmm. tablets, phones, wherever. And then for homeowners, we're a mobile app download. So when you move forward with a NutNest contractor, you download that uh, NutNest app, and then Mm -hmm. that's where all your communication for that project goes through. Uh, So you you can send pictures, messages, videos, all that, documents. Anything can go through the NutNest software. Now on the back end, from a contractor's perspective, that's where the magic really starts to happen in what we built. So we created a singular point of communication. So no more is somebody emailing me, calling me, texting me, WhatsApping me, Slack, what, like it's now all in one place. Yeah. So you don't ever have to worry about where do I need to go to communicate with my homeowners. This is where it's happening. We keep a permanent record of everything. So you have that information. You know what was said back and forth. Either way, uh, one of the huge things that I found, and we have created our channels of communication. So we work like air traffic control for that contractor, mm-hmm. making sure that customer is talking to the right person at the company every time. So what I found was most of the time when a homeowner moves forward with the project, they either have the head contractor or the sales rep's number. That is it. And 90% of their questions, those people aren't going to have the answer to. Yeah. So we make sure if that homeowner is reaching out with a scheduling question or a sales question or a service question, they are talking to the person at that company that can answer that question instead of a receptionist or instead of that sales rep. They're talking to the person that runs the calendar, can give them the answer. No more of, hey, sorry, I'm not the guy. Let me find out who that is. And yeah. they'll get back to you. That's where the ball gets dropped. And what NutNest really does is we provide unprecedented access to communication that the construction industry has never seen before. Mm. As an owner, I can go in at any time and look at every project, every every communication channel. We have an overview mm. of that within the software and see exactly what anybody on my team is saying to any of my customers. So say there's... I'm getting a certain complaint. I'm hearing like, we shouldn't be having this complaint. I can go in and see exactly what my team's saying. And, you know, hey, say, oh man, Johnny's saying this. We need to word it this way. We can we can go train with Johnny and the rest of the team on yeah. how we word that. And we can start nipping those problems in the butt before they even start. Uh, and that's by being able to have access to all communications. And then, you know, from a legality standpoint, you always have it. If anything happens, whether you're a homeowner or a contractor, there's finite records of this stuff. So you have the information. You know what was said by both parties. Yeah. So question, 
what made you come up with the price plan? Like, what was it? Was it um, the contractor kind of like in you is kind of like, hey, this is what I would pay as a contractor. Is that what was the what was the pricing idea for this? Uh, like, uh, you got ninety seven for the uh, for the basic plan, which is five active projects, and then for Lima is one ninety seven. What made you come up with that price idea? So it's actually a little bit less than what I thought I would pay. Okay. And I- before like we're we're priced a little bit lower not not a little bit lower we're technology pricing in the construction industry is completely out of control and i don't i probably don't even need to say that if anybody's out there buying technology in the construction industry it is insane yeah we originally were rolling out a one price point and got a ton of traction with newer contractors, newer companies, uh, because they were like, we understand communication is a problem and we never want to have this problem. Yeah. So that made us kind of reevaluate our pricing point. It was like, hey, let's just roll out two offers. Let's roll one out for those contractors that are two, three years, one year, or just starting up something they can get in because nothing else is scalable with them. Like a receptionist is not. We are. We yeah. can go from a couple hundred thousand a year to 10, 15 million a year in revenue. Like we can handle the communication all along the way. So that price point is, it was less than what I originally came up with. But what we did was I have a go-to-market team and a, a strategy behind all of that. I hit them with what I thought the price points was. I went and validated some of that with other people I knew. Mm-hmm. And then they went and did their marketing research. And we came to other and said, hey, we think this is the go-to-market price point. Okay. So I have another question. And I hope this is not getting too personal for you. But um, no, like, right so do you go out to these like home shows and stuff and different like conferences where they like have a lot of contract new builder conferences and stuff and like market your product? That is in our marketing plan, not for 2023, but going into 2024. So uh, like I said, I had the opportunity to be at MenaceCon in Phoenix Mm -hmm. last week. And that that that's a lot of residential construction guys that are involved in that conference. So we had the opportunity to be on stage and talk about nut nests there and meet people. So it is that, I mean, that's part of the plan. You got to get out in front of who your customers are. So trade shows is a big one in the construction industry. And you know, the biggest problem any startup faces is no one knows who you are. Mm-hmm. So we're definitely going to be doing everything we can to get out in front of our customers because that's how we can start to have the impact that we want to have. Because if exactly. no one knows who we are, commun- communication will stay the same. Yeah. And I want to change that. So are you planning on pushing out some ads for Nutnest and, and, and going to Facebook um Facebook and Instagram and all these places and putting out ads or what is your what is your plan? You said you're looking in twenty twenty four to start going and traveling and marketing. What is your what is your online goals for like Google or what, what is your goals for marketing? So Facebook ads, Instagram ads, possibly. Uh we're gonna see what for traction we get with some of that kind of stuff. It's very network intensive. I, I'm a real, I'm a build relationships kind yeah. of guy. So I, I have a network within the construction industry and 
I, I've built a lot of relationships and we're going to leverage those mm-hmm. uh, between partnerships and affiliate deals. And we're going to figure out exactly what works best to get to our end user. And, you know, what I've found, especially in the construction industry, is you provide a solution. Here's what the pricing structure is. And if it works, people will sign up for it, but they want to get it from people they know. Yeah. Not necessarily going to be out clicking on Facebook ads and doing this and that. I, I think we'll be able to pick up some from that. Uh, we're, we're doing some market strategy on what that looks like right now. Mm-hmm. But leveraging relationships is going to be the biggest thing we can possibly do. Uh, and that's going to be through partnerships with other tech companies as well. I mean, I'm I'm a big component of the construction industry. It's huge. We need to learn yeah. how to collaborate together within the industry to better serve the contractors. Because if we do that, then the contractors get really, really good at what they're doing. They create more happy customers and that works for everybody. Yeah. Not just me. So like I, I, I'm really I'm collaborating with some other people that have technology platforms that some people would say we might kind of butt heads yeah. on like what they're doing and what we're doing. But in reality, and we really don't because I serve a specific outcome and they're serving a specific outcome. And if we come together, we can really create an amazing experience for that contractor to deliver to their customers. So I think stuff like that's important. I think looking at it from a collaborative collaborative outcome. And if we get 1% market share in residential construction, my, my grandchildren will be taken care of. So what, what does it really like? Why go head to head and create, why not go figure out how we can create the best environment for people in residential construction to do their job. And then if we create a win for them, that's going to be a win for their customer. And at the end of the day, Nutnest will win because of that. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of a mind shift a mindset shift that has to happen within the industry uh, to do that. So yeah. that's, that's my big go-to-market strategy. And I, I've just been out there I'm meeting people and having meetings and forging these relationships and how can we help each other? Exactly. Awesome. Well, Ron, we hit our time, but thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been, it's been an honor having you on and, and getting to know more about NutNest. Um, for those interested in checking out NutNest, if you're a contractor that listens to the show or you know someone who might be interested in his product, you can check out all the links, uh, the links and his bio at, um, our website at www.ittechtalkpodcast.com. Uh, all the links and stuff will be up there. Um, again, I apologize. The video will not be live yet, but the audio will be live. We are, um, a little backlogged over here. I had, took a Christmas break and I am like struggling to catch up on videos because the videos again take longer to edit than the audio. Uh, so I apologize for those who are really looking forward to watching the audio or the video portions of the podcast. Uh, again, Ron, thank you so much for coming on. It has been such an honor. Thank you for having me. This has been fantastic. I loved it. It was great conversation. Mm-hmm. And if you ever need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Awesome. Awesome. Will do. Thank you so much. 